Hey everybody, welcome. Steve Woolenhouse here, your host on Anatomy of Success this week. 12 values that can help us to be more successful in life. That's the topic this week. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Again, I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success, the place where we talk about what I call the four tenets of equanimity, better health, healthy relationships, healthy, intimate relationships, and much more satisfying work. We focus on those four things, and we can improve our quality of life. I've done it for almost 40 years. It works. Now, this week, we talk about values that can help us be more successful. To be more successful in life, I believe we need to define what those values are. Let me give you an illustration of values here. In 2005, American tennis player Andy Roddick was considered one of the top tennis players in the world. In fact, he made it to the Wimbledon finals against Roger Federer. Now, in 2005 at the Masters Tennis Tournament in Rome, Italy, he ended up playing Fernando Verdesque from Spain in the finals, and he was the heavy favorite and dominated the match quite candidly. Now, Roddick was leading with triple match point when Verdesco delivered the final serve. It blew past Roddick. The judges declared the serve was out of bounds. Game over. And so was the tournament. The crowd went wild. Both players walked to the net for the customary handshake. Then something very peculiar happened. Roddick signaled the judge to consider reevaluating the call. Roddick knew the ball hit the line and was technically fair. So play continued. Verdasco, ironically, ended up making a miraculous comeback. Roddick's honesty cost him a lot of money, cost him the tournament, probably cost him his pride, but he salvaged something I believe far more important, and that's his integrity. Values matter, folks, and when they are rock solid, they will guide our decisions in life and make life much easier. So here are 12 values I believe can help make life more successful. And to frame these, I'm going to use quotes for each value that we highlight today to punctuate the importance. Number one, courage. According to Maya Angelou, one isn't necessarily born with courage, but one is born with potential. Without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We can't be kind, true, merciful, generous, or honest. John Shedd said this, A ship is safe in harbor, but that's not what a ship's intended for. Courage. Gotta have courage, folks. Without courage, we can't make those bold steps necessary to make our life remarkable and achieve our true potential. Number two, kindness. Albert Schweitzer said this, consistent kindness can accomplish much. As the sun makes ice melt, kindness causes misunderstanding, mistrust, and hostility to evaporate. Scott Adams said this, remember, there's no such thing as a small act of kindness. Every act creates a ripple with no logical end. Kindness. We've talked about this before. Little acts of kindness not only elevate our own feeling of happiness, it impacts other people. We don't know what impact that impact is going to have on other people. But the impact of kindness is well documented and well worth practicing on a daily basis.
Next, patience. You know, two things define us. Our patience when we have nothing and our attitude when we have everything. Have patience. All things are difficult before they become easy. And that's the problem in our society today. Immediate gratification has become the mandate that most people live by. They want success now. They want to expedite success. Nobody wants to endure the discomfort of making big dreams materialize. So we forfeit patience for immediate gratification. In the process, we take shortcuts and oftentimes end up in predicaments that were totally preventable that cause all types of problems. Learning to practice patience is a good thing. My mom was a master at this. It's taken me a lifetime to learn, and I'm still learning. But trust me, patience is a virtue. Next, integrity. Les Brown said this, honor your commitments with integrity. John Maxwell said this, power really is a test of character. In the hands of a person with integrity, it is of tremendous benefit. In the hands of a tyrant, it causes terrible destruction integrity. That's that quality that forces us to make the right decisions when we're confronted with the temptation not to make the right decisions. It's like I tell people, it's easy to tell the truth when you're meandering through life and there's no consequences for our fabrications. But when we get caught telling a lie, are we going to come clean? Are we going to confess? Are we going to admit what we did? Or are we going to be truthful and forthright from the very inception to avoid the embarrassment of being put in a situation where we're forced to say, yeah, I did that. I know I shouldn't. Always best to exercise integrity helps prevent a lot of problems. Next, gratitude and appreciation. According to William Ward, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present but not giving it to somebody. Charles Dickens said this, reflect upon your present blessings, of which every person has plenty, not on your past misfortune, of which everyone has some. Gratitude, appreciation, we've talked about that countless times. Learning to express gratitude each and every day. Pick three things. It helps elevate our sense of appreciation. Helps put things in perspective helps our ominous obstacles become a little less intimidating. When we express gratitude, that's how we find and tap into happiness and a sense of joy and satisfaction each and every day. Next, forgiveness. Mark Twain said this, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that is crushed. Catherine Ponder said this, when you hold resentment toward another, you are bound to that person or condition by an emotional link that is stronger than steel. Forgiveness is the only way to dissolve that link and get rid. We've talked about this before as well. The importance of forgiveness. It's for your benefit not for the person that inflicted harm on you. Many people believe forgiveness entails reconciliation. It doesn't. It doesn't have to. It doesn't include pardoning somebody for the damage they caused. It is you releasing all the negative, toxic emotions that coincide with harboring that animosity, releasing it to the universe, and moving on in the spirit of amelioration. Forgiving is a powerful tool to help alleviate a lot of the emotional baggage many of us carry. Next, and it's an obvious one, but love. Nelson Mandela said this, 
No one is born hating another person. People must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. The Dalai Lama said this, love and compassion are necessities, not luxuries. Without them, humanity cannot survive. You see any correlation with these powerful people and these powerful statements? Notice what's happening in America. Let's try to indoctrinate people in new theories, new ideas, when in fact it should be just the opposite. Let's teach people that we perceive have hate in their heart if in fact that's true. We don't know that. We're just assuming. But let's just assume that's true. What's the best way to remedy that? Love one another. Teach people how to love. Communicate. Get along. Don't force other people to believe there's something wrong with them that can't be proven. Let's focus on love. Love is a much better alternative and it puts people in a place where their mind is open and receptive to change versus putting people on the defensive. It's common sense, folks. Next, growth. Abraham Maslow said this, one can choose to go back toward safety or forward toward growth. Growth must be chosen again and again. Fear must be overcome again and again. John Maxwell said this, change is inevitable. Growth is optional. To grow means to open your mind, your heart, your body to the possibility of becoming a better version of yourself. There is a large number of people that don't like the idea of ambitious people that want to grow, get better. You know why? Because every time they look in the mirror, they see a reflection of every failure they continue to make. And they don't like ambitious people at all because they're lazy, many of these people are, or lack the ambition necessary to want to grow, to get better, to admit that they have growth to do. It's easier to sit back, be complacent and be comfortable. Let's not do that, folks. Let's embrace growth. It's a blessing and you will be rewarded handsomely for it. Next, and a very important one in my opinion, listening. Stephen Covey said this, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply, to speak, to respond. Ralph Nichols said this, the most basic of all human needs is to understand and be understood. The best way to understand people is to listen. You know, back in the 70s, this idea of active listening uh, became a popular idea. It's now a popular nomenclature in business circles and coaching circles. The problem is research shows 85% of us do it poorly, including all the coaches and all the business gurus that profess to have this down pat. We all need practice. We need to work on it. Best place to do that with your close friends, your family. Show them you really care by listening and practice. Good listening includes doing it on a daily basis. Next is respect. According to Confucius, respect yourself and others will respect you. Albert Einstein said this, everyone should be respected as an individual, but no one is idolized. Bruce Lee said this, knowledge will give you power, but character, respect. Respect, it's obvious. It's showing another person you respect them, and oftentimes they reciprocate. Doesn't mean you just respect everybody. People that are being rude, obnoxious, whatever the case may be, use your judgment. But showing people respect makes a powerful impact. Next, giving. Robert Stevenson said this, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. Abraham Lincoln said this, to ease another's heartache is to forget one's own. Anne Frank said this, no one has ever become poor by giving. 
giving. The power of giving is very obvious. The research is compelling. When we give, we feel better too. Everybody benefits. Let's live in a world where the people around us understand we have a heart for giving. It's reciprocal oftentimes, but not in the ways we believe it doesn't have to be monetary or material. The emotional implications of giving are profound. Next and finally, vision. Whenever you find a prosperous business, you will come upon some individual who has creative vision. Andrew Carnegie said this, the world of great opportunity is available now, and it has always been only for those with great vision. We are not stuck in the ruts of destiny, folks. We have the power to break free, clear our vision, and see a new life for ourselves. Let's take it upon ourselves each and every day to have a powerful vision of the future we want to manifest and make it a reality. Today, we talked about 12 values that I think are important. What values are important to you? They don't have to come from this list. Create your own. These are some of the things that I value strongly, and there's many more. I have a long list of values. I suggest you create one as well. It's foundation of creating a life that's committed to a purpose that requires making commitments every day and honoring. So glad you joined us here this week on Anatomy of Success. I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. If you would, please subscribe to the podcast. We can let you know when future episodes become available. Rate, review the podcast, then go over to weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. Find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram at the top of my personal page at weatherology.com. Until next week, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.